Hello and welcome to the Stoke City Years, a podcast series that reviews the history of Stoke City season by season. In this series, myself and Tony Lloyd will be reviewing every individual league season in the history of Stoke City Football Club from 1888 to the present day. Celebrating the good days, remembering the bad days and hopefully providing an educational, who knows, maybe even entertaining look back on Stoke's history. So, we're rattling through these now. We are now on 1893 the 1893-94 season and to uh, remind you of where where we are in the world at this point what is going on in this planet we call earth the first car number plates appear in paris thomas edison finishes construction of the first motion picture studio in west orange new jersey and the uk labor party has its first meeting but if you wanted to see left-wingers struggle, <laughs> you should have got yourself down Stoke. <laughs> yes, Stoke's fifth season in the Football League. And yet another kit change, Hooray. it seems to me. Um, so, do, we can't wear red and white again, but we're, we're sort of getting there. Um, we are wearing white with blue shorts, by the looks of this little uh, Wikipedia icon. Yeah, I think it's basically the 1998-99 away kit. Oh, classic. Yeah. But so I'm confused. Presumably Preston, I think, are still wearing those colours at this point, aren't they? I don't see why they wouldn't be. Um, yeah. I have no concrete information. I don't know who's now wearing blue and red stripes. Maybe we just hated them because we did too well. Mm. They were they were too much of a good luck, luck charm, so we decided actually we'll dress up as Preston and maybe then we'll finish second I don't know, it didn't work out like that anyway Okay, so um, not as good a season as the last season Stoke City end up finishing 11th out of 16 teams in the Football League a reasonably respectable season, only lost one more than we won uh, Darwin and Newton Heath finished bottom uh in the bottom places and and don't go uh, back into the football league via whatever weird playoff slash re-election method uh, they've concocted at the moment. Uh, Aston Villa end up winning the league this season. They've broken kind of Sunderland's uh, hold on the league. Uh, and what is also surprising, Preston North End have just plummeted. They uh, very nearly uh, drop out of the football league. They finished below us in 14th. So uh, a kind of end of an era for Preston North End at this point yeah they go into into a, a test match slash playoff against Notts County but fortunately they won 4-0 so they stay up mm. um, and that was actually played at Olive Grove Road which is a bus station now in Sheffield so that's oh fantastic local interest for me um, yeah we 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 didn't perform brilliantly in the league, but again, it's compared to the first few seasons where we just finished bottom all the time. It's it's still nice to be out of that zone for test match slash relegation slash weird going down playoff re-election requirement zone outside the bottom three anyway. Um, finishing mm. in between Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday, mm. a weird sandwich where we're obviously the good bit and they're just bread. <laughs> Now, now, my worry when I did uh, when I started this uh, 
podcast project was that we'd get into seasons like this where nothing really remarkable happens uh, and we don't even have that many resources to go into uh, nothing really remarkable happening uh, but uh, what what did happen for, for Stoke this season any anything I, you've kind of found out that's uh, of some, interest some I found it interesting. I can't speak for anybody else. There's three things particularly that that stuck out from this season. One is that Bill Rowley keeps getting injured, so we're goalkeeperless. We have Arthur Evans deputises for the first half of the season, and then we signed Tom Kane from uh, the North East, um, who plays, I think, 11 games during this season. Um, In February 94, said goalkeeper Tom Kane, uh, this is from... A newspaper, I haven't noted which one. At Hanley on Monday, so it must be a Staffordshire one because it doesn't just say in the city of Stoke-on-Trent. Oh, no, it's not a city yet. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> at Hanley on Monday, Arthur E. Reeves and Thomas Kane, secretary and goalkeeper of the Stoke Football Club, were fined £2 in cost each for using obscene language at Stoke <gasps> Station on February the 18th. Wankers. Reeves was also fined £5 and 6 shillings, including costs, for failing to provide his railway ticket and refusing to give his name and address on returning home after a cup tie at Sheffield. Albert Underwood, formerly a halfback in the Stoke team, was ordered to pay costs for not giving up his ticket. Game's gone. Game's gone. No. If, what, if, what's it if coming the, to? If the modern footballer thinks he doesn't have to pay for a train ticket, and I, God, God knows what kind of language they were using at this point obscene did he, language did he call someone a vagabond <laughs> scoundrel <laughs> away oh. with you scoundrel yeah and then there was a load of fans on the platform presumably waiting for them yeah i assume we lost i, I should have looked into that um and the other interesting thing from this season is the formation of another league which what? we joined it's the United Counties League. So the previous November, at an FA meeting, assent was given um, for a United Counties League, which seems to have been something of a ramshackle affair, where there's two leagues of five teams, and then the top team in each of those groups play each other in the final. And for some reason, the first group played from December to March, and then the second group, which we're in, plays in March and April. Um, so you've got Notts Forest, as they're always referred to in this era, um, Derby County, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday and Notts County. And then in the other division, Aston Villa, West Brom, Wolves, Stoke and Small Heath. Birmingham. Mm. Uh, And then on the 1st of March, scandal, Aston Villa withdraw by letter stating that as they had no voice in confirming the rules of the competition, which they didn't agree with, they would be unable to arrange any matches. And then the league responded, pointing out they joined the league at the first meeting and been present at every meeting thereafter and basically had just as much bloody say as the rest of us and described the villains as unsportsmanlike. Burslem Port Vale applied for permission to join the league, but the application was not entertained. Ah. So that leaves just four teams in our group, um, and we came second. But we live to fight another exciting United Counties season next year, although it's worth noting that attendances for this were absolutely rotten, averaging about 1,500. Yes. Uh, West West Brom losing to Derby in the final. I mean, any competition where Derby beat West Brom in the final is kind of on its arse, I I expect. Um, We've kind of had a laugh about how... 
you know, the kind of eccentricities of Victorian football and sort of how far the game's moved on. But there's kind of a really sad story uh, that um, a Stoke player died of pneumonia at the age of 22. And um, I think this kind of maybe underlines just how far back in time we are where something like this is kind of unimaginable uh, now. But yeah, it's kind of... We we do have to remember that a lot of these uh, lads. I d- I don't know if this is like if f- football can be said to be working class yet. Perhaps in the fans, but I don't know because uh, Stoke were, were like a public school team that um probably evolved, lot, yeah. evolved from this point. But uh, you know the just kind of basic sanitary standards are. Uh, are not there in in Victorian times, and so uh, we have people dying of pneumonia, at, kind of when they should be like young and fit uh, young men. So uh, yeah, bit of a, a a bizarre and tragic one uh, on that front. Um, kind mm. of uh, sort of back to to footballing matters. Um, uh, season eighteen ninety three to ninety four also saw Stokes. One of Stoke's best FA Cup displays since they uh, first joined the competition. Uh, competing in Gale Force wins, they knocked out Everton 1 0 with a Joe Schofield goal in the final minute of the match. Uh, the Stoke the Stoke players were praised by watching reporters for making the match highly entertaining in difficult conditions. So we can do it on a cold, wet, windy afternoon in Stoke. Uh, but we did go up to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, next round so you know six or one uh, but <laughs> yeah that, that's good that we've uh, entertained the reporters at least um, uh, anything else notable for from this season um, there's a bit of a transfer scandal at the end <gasps> of the season or, or, or rumour I should say it's not really a scandal um, Captain Captain Marvel Bill Rowley our excellent goalkeeper um a Staffordshire contemporary, this is from the Lancashire Evening Post, states that Everton have made a startlingly tempting offer to Rowley, the Stoke International. Although Rowley has been staying for three days with Mr Molyneux, secretary of the Everton club, it is understood that up to the present he has not found himself in any way to Everton. Sorry, not bound himself in any way to Everton. Uh. It would be a big blow to the Stoke Football Club if he severed his connection with it, for apart from his abilities as a player, the value of his services on the committee are not to be lightly estimated. Wow. Um, a lot of the a lot of the players seem to have clerical jobs, like you were saying. I think there's, yeah. there's less of the the miners and more of the sort of sons of aldermans and yes, that kind of thing at this point. Um, still, I'm sure poor, but everyone was. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't imagine uh, Crystal Palace rejecting fifty million for Juan Bissaka because oh, he's he's really good. Helping the secretary the with the filing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think Bill Rowley was quite involved in in the running of the club mm. by this point. Um, more on that later, I'm sure. Uh, but then at the end of the season, what actually happens is our promising new goalkeeper goes off to Everton instead, and we keep Rowley. So, mm. to- yeah, Tom Kane went to Everton for yeah. a season, and then I think he went to Southampton for a season, and then he died. 
because Good. that's just a thing that happens in this this era. He, he was twenty. He was twenty four, I think, when he died. So that was unfortunate geez. timing by me. Then I was I was about to say good riddance for him having transferred <laughs> to, but it ended up like I was pleased he died in his twenties. No suspicion of foul play. No. <laughs> if, if he was hit by a train, that would have been some kind of irony there, but apparently not. So yeah. Another, yeah. another successful-ish season of not being bottom of the league and doing mm. quite well in the other league that we're yeah. currently in. Only one player died. There you go. There might have. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I saw another one actually, but I can't. But several of the benefit matches seem to be the, these charity matches that are played for the benefit of somebody who used to play but got their neck broken or Jeez. injured catastrophically or died of pneumonia. Yeah. There is a lot of it about. Yeah, so yeah, that's the kind of origin of the testimonial, isn't it? Because it's not yeah. just what the testimonial is now of like, oh, uh, thanks, Wilco, for playing 10 seasons for us. It's like uh, the player either is too old or uh, is too injured broken. now, or yes, yeah, too broken, and they need like the crowd to have a whip round for them. Uh, in this game because otherwise they have no money and will get very sick and die with uh, mm-hmm. no welfare at this point or anything it's a, it's a, it's a completely different world in so many respects but uh, thank you for being with me this season just to round up uh, the 1893-94 season the chairman once again is Mr S Barker the Arthur Reeves is once again the manager Stoke play the Victoria ground and finish 11th out of 16 teams in the Football League 1st Division on 29 points they reached the second round of the FA Cup and were knocked out of the group stage of the short-lived United Counties League the top goal scorer once again was Joe Schofield scoring 18 goals in all competitions I think uh, he might be a guy worth investigating because he is uh, scoring for fun at this point. Uh, our he highest... does end up on our sorry. He does end up on our our top goal scorers list on the club website right now. Marvelous. Uh, our highest home attendance was twelve thousand against uh, last season's league champions Sunderland. Our lowest home attendance was once again against Newton Heath. Man United just can't take any away fans with them. Uh, our average home attendance was 5,075. So, uh, we go again. Thank you very much for joining me, Tony. Pleasure. Nice one. Go on, Stoke. <laughs> <laughs>